Well, this is the weekend that we celebrate Father's Day, a day for dads who have loved us and guided us. The one who would listen through all of our tears and be ever ready for giving advice in good times and bad. And so on this occasion, we turn to Proverbs, and we don't hear a lot from Proverbs during our annual cycle of readings. So you may know this about me. I was the one who, well, really the first one who was not born on the farm, anybody in my family. And even so, I would go back and see um, my grandparents especially, and so my youth was soaked, really soaked in these sayings from Proverbs. And I can't tell you how many times as a kid I would hear these sayings and they would seem to always crop up in response to something dopey that I had either contemplated or actually achieved. But the Proverbs found in the scriptures are important because they actually are the distillation of deep thinking about God and the kingdom over many, many millennia. So our own proverb for this morning, number eight, is a perfect example of this. The writer has crafted this image of wisdom to communicate the elements of understanding and vision and truth and their interplay with the Almighty in fashioning the universe. So according to the Scriptures, wisdom is the repository of that which allows people to deal justly with one another, to make careful decisions, to weigh consequences, and to administer properly. Wisdom is to be consulted in all aspects of our lives. It's something precious. To have wisdom is to have an eye on how God loves and guides the nations. And this is the core of the reading itself that we heard, that through wisdom we may have godly order here on what can seem like an unruly earth. It's an important topic, especially since we celebrate fathers this weekend. And doesn't every father desire wisdom? I know I do. Wisdom informs me to keep my opinions to myself when my daughter simply needs a listening ear or needs a hug or two. I got to tell you, I'm still working on that part. But underneath that is my own desire for a wisdom that will guide me towards justice, care and decisions, contemplating how my actions will affect my family in the near term and the long term, and how I can keep myself to be an actual force for good in the lives of those around me, but especially in the life of my daughter. Wisdom. It's no easy task. Many of you know this. At my age, and at her age, 20, I feel like I can see around some corners that she simply can't because I have life experience. Now, I'm 
quick to be reminded often by her that life experience isn't everything, but there's an edge to communicating life experience, isn't there? It has to be given in good faith and with an ear to be heard. Wisdom has to be received also in the same way. So my father, Albert, we've talked about him many times. He was just an amazing, an amazing man. So much to tell me and teach me, but not even not I know at this late date how much of his knowledge simply fell away because I couldn't hear it from him at the time. So as a young man, of course, I knew everything. I certainly thought I did. I was caught in that place, that place where I needed him and couldn't hear him in all things when he would try to tell me something to make my life easier. Often I would think he's trying to make it harder on me. (laughs) And then his time on this earth was done all too soon. Gone from me. And now, of course, I would do virtually anything to have him back. And perhaps that's the way that it must play out sometimes. Relationships with fathers can be complicated. Very complicated. I think a lot about Albert. And recently I kind of had this revelation because I fret over the things that I miss from him. And so even though he's gone too soon, of course, maybe what I could hear and maybe what I did hear and acted upon, maybe that's what I was supposed to hear all along. I don't know. Maybe it was his best stuff. Listen twice more than you talk. Be humble. Keep trying. Make sure that the hole that you will invariably dig for yourself has an escape hatch to it. Pick your battles. Help where you can. Keep short accounts. And forgive. Pretty good advice, if you ask me. And if I'm honest, he was more about the forgiveness towards the end of his life than at the beginning of his life. Much like his son. But what I remember most is about how he acted. Because we're all human beings, you know. Sometimes still things will just go awry. He was a strong man, but when he needed to, he was smart enough to know when to let something go and when to seek forgiveness quickly, as quickly as he gave it himself, certainly towards the end of his life. He forgave so readily those insults and perceived slights. Forgiveness ran quickly like water through his fingers. He just didn't have time to waste on holding grudges. I could spend hours like this talking with you, asking you about what you learned from your fathers, the advice received, the lessons learned. Fathers and those we count as fathers are amazing people, amazing people. 
But again, we are human after all. We all have foibles. And yet the Almighty continues to love us and redeem us when we do well and also, man, when we just make a complete hash of it. And so as you leave this chapel today, fathers, know that you are in my devotions. I believe our work never ceases. It changes, but it never ceases. Know that you are loved and supported by God, and the Scriptures are such an important piece and part of our intake of wisdom inspired from on high. They're important to read the Scriptures for salvation, for the promises of Christ, but also for the wisdom that they contain for fathers and mothers, for women and men. And so may God bless you and keep you filled to the brim with the wisdom of God in all of your endeavors, but especially when you act as a parent in your role, in your duties as a parent. May God bless you on this endeavor.